Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Finding someone on an online Catholic dating site shouldn't be like shopping for a blender. So why do most dating sites leave you feeling like you're shopping for a spouse? At Catholic Singles, we connect members through our unique user polls and activities, which help you discover other members and their personalities and interests. Because you're a person, not a profile picture. So stop shopping and start discerning. Trust your love story to the original Catholic dating site and use the promo code BREADBOX at checkout for 20% off at catholicsingles.com. Good morning. It's still pretty, it's pretty gusty here in uh, Satellite Beach, Florida. The winds have died down a bit. Uh, uh, but the hurricane swell that is coming from uh, Hurricane Teddy out there near Bermuda has been 16. It's been pretty big. But we're really concerned about our friends in Houston, Louisiana, that area with the, with the coming uh, tropical storm that's hitting them, the hurricane. So we pray for them especially. God protect them, keep them safe, and let this event pass with minimal effect. Pray that in Jesus' name. Good morning. I'm, I'm trying to be quiet because I don't wake up the people around me right here, right now. We're in the, in the Catholic Catechism 603. I want to invite any, anybody that's going to be in the, it's in the Houston area. We're going to be at uh, Andy Sonier's Church of St. Francis in Orange, Texas, Saturday with a men's conference. Friday night, we're going to have cigars. So anybody who can join us, come join us. Jesus did not experience reprobation as if he himself had sinned. So they, although Peter said um, Jesus became sin for us, he didn't experience um, the actual reprobation of someone who sinned. But in the redeeming love that always united him to the Father, he assumed us in the state of our waywardness of sin to the point that he could say in our name from the cross, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Now, Jesus was there, uh, Psalm 22. Uh, and it's a really important point right here. Um, because Jesus, in his divine, Jesus has two natures, the hypostatic union. He's all human and all divine. So Jesus actually had two wills. There was a, uh, a heresy in, uh, I guess it was the 400s, I believe it was, uh, monophysitism, which was stated that Jesus only had one will. And uh, there are still some monophysites in the Eastern uh, Coptic churches, but uh, that heresy was because if Jesus is all God and all man, Part of being a man is to have a will. That demonstrated here real clearly that Jesus um, said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? In his divinity, he could never say that because he's God, right? He's three persons with one nature. He's part of the Trinity. But he could cry out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So you can see that in his passion uh, the night before in the agony in the garden, his, he really did sweat drops of blood in his in his humanity, he did not want to face what he, he you know, he, he knew what he was about to face. He said, not my will, but thy will be done. That's how one of the reasons we know he, he had uh, a human will as well as a divine will too. So it's very, it's very important. So that meant, meant his gift on the cross. He was all human. He, a real human uh, physical being. 
suffered um, and, uh, and gave his life for us. Later on in that same Psalm, uh, Psalm 22 that Jesus was quoting, by Jesus just saying those words, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He was basically telling everybody, Psalm 22. 22 at the end says, even though, you know, I go through this, I do. So in other words, there's a teaching um, called penal substitution where the father at some point turns his head away and separates himself from Jesus and punishes him for our sin. Um, that's not accurate. The father could never separate himself from the son. God cannot be bifurcated. He is a composite being. He's one. He's Jesus is consubstantial with the Father. How could he ever be separated from him? And yet in his humanity, he had that feeling of, of loss. Aloha, Gigi. Hey, Tony, good to see you. <coughs> but in the redeeming love that always united him to the Father, listen to this, in the redeeming love that always united him to the Father, very powerful statement. Um, before God created angels, created mankind before God created the universe God in his essence is what Jesus is one in being with the Father so God is existence and uh, God is also uh, in his nature in his essence uh, he is love God is love well who did God love before he created anything anybody have any ideas who did God if God is love what did he love who did he love that's why by God's very nature, he, God the Father eternally begot the Son. The Father loves the Son, the Son loves the Father. And um, this proceeding forth of love from the Father and the Son, is, early church fathers taught us, is the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity. So uh, God could, Jesus could never be separated from the love of his Father. At his death, um, human body uh, was separated from his human soul but he was never he was never separated Jesus was never separated from the father hey Dennis good good to see you man so Jesus did not experience reprobation as if he himself had sinned but in the redeeming love that always united him to the father he assumed us in the state of our waywardness of sin to the point that he could say in our name from the cross, saying in our name from the cross, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Having thus established him in solidarity with us sinners, God did not spare his own son, but gave him for us all, so that we might be reconciled to God by the death of his son. Uh, if the wages of sin is death, then Jesus took the weapon of Satan, death, and, and killed him with it, destroyed him with it. I know I was uh, doing a men's conference in uh, Fort Lauderdale and I had a friend of mine, Gerard, there with me. And I said, I'm gonna demonstrate to you knife fighting because I love, I love knife fighting as a ninja, I'm a second degree ninja black belt. I love knife fighting. I love knife fighting because it's so funny. Uh, because when someone's attacking you with a knife, you know where the attack's coming from. So you already have an advantage over them. And uh, Jesus knew the attack would come from Satan trying to kill him, right? He knew that Satan's weapon was death. And so um, 
not only that, but I staged the fight. I gave uh, Gerard an opening where to attack me with this training knife. It wasn't a sharp knife. I gave him an opening. I staged an opening for him uh, so that he would attack me in a certain area. I left a certain area open. Not, not only did I know where the attack was coming from, it was com gonna come from the knife, but I also knew where it would probably go, where he would probably through him, cut him with And I, I have to tell you something funny. When we were, uh, when we were, uh, when I threw him, <laughs> he had an actual gun in his pocket. He was, and his gun threw out, flew out of his pocket. But that's basically what Jesus did on the cross. He got in a knife fight with Satan, and Satan lost. Jesus took his weapon and killed him with it. He took the weapon of death. He staged the event, in other words, and, uh, and uh, slew Satan with his own weapon, the weapon of death. So having thus established him in solidarity with us sinners, spared his own son, but gave him up for us so that we might be reconciled to God by the death of his son. I'll let you enjoy the, the beautiful uh, sunrise. That's, uh, the wind is blowing through the palm trees and uh, the surface here. trees and you can see the I think they call those Norfolk pines here in Hawaii we call them Cook pines because Captain Cook brought them and planted them so that when he returned if he needed a ship's mast uh, he could harvest those pines for a mast. Hey Andy I mentioned that we're going to be there in Orange Texas today hope you guys are doing well we, we prayed for you for the for the storm that's hitting you guys in the name of the Father and the Son and Say, pray the sign of the cross in Hawaii. Makaino Okamakua Kekeki Emekue Upane Hamalele. God bless you guys. Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content. But you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.holo.app/breadbox.